This is the BXD Podcast with Moyo, a best man, and Daniel. Here we talk everything marketing, innovation, and business growth. The purpose of a business is to create a customer. Okay. The business enterprise has two and only two basic functions. Number one, marketing. Yeah. Number two, innovation. Marketing and innovation produce results. All the rest are costs. Marketing is a distinguishing, unique function of a business i can almost tell you that most businesses do not fail for lack of money they fail for lack of innovation Innovation. yes and statistically speaking three it's only three out of i think three out of every five businesses fail in the first five years of starting there if i'm right yes i saw it a long time ago and it holds true if not for now if you put the conditions the (laughs) environmental conditions you know if you put if you factor them in in nigeria so this research was done outside nigeria that's in nigeria okay in a functioning functional system where they will tell you that three out of every five business failing five not talk of when you now come and you now compound the problems an entrepreneur you know has to face but i can almost say with a degree of certainty that those businesses that fail is not for lack of money but it is for lack of innovation and marketing simply what is innovation innovation is the ability to create value abesman feel free to interrupt me if you have anything to say okay, about sure. you know innovation is creating value because yeah. really uh personally i really do not like to market products that don't give value so if i'm going to sell you on something i have to be fully convinced that this thing will meet your needs you know before i now start communicating why you need to buy into it so if you have created value then marketing or sales become easy and note that sales is also different from marketing Marketing, yeah marketing involves you having a system in place while sales uh is a one-to-one endeavor but marketing involves you building a system if you have a funnel system where you talk about you know you go you solicit for prospects and you take prospects you know and you you take the prospects separate them yes yeah so so you have maybe a funnel funnel method or whatever structure you put in place but then you approach people generally then the people that are interested especially in the online world yeah you know what we do is called permission marketing so you have a situation where you create content and you say okay this is it this is what i have to offer this is what i'm giving to you then when someone sees it i say oh i like what this guy is offering or probably someone is looking for that content then they buy into it then from there you start building a relationship with them till you eventually sell all right so uh so quickly i already told you that uh, that this uh program is not just about uh theoretical explanation of why businesses are working and they're not working there are practical approaches you know to firing up your business so if you're really serious about building a business you really need to be listening to it now the process i'm coming to you in a bit the process of innovation you know is called design Design thinking 
design. Yes, design. design. You know, you have design. Design is actually uh, is actually about problem solving. solving yeah. But when you combine design with deep empathy, yeah. you have design thinking. Yeah. Then you have a system, you know, and a method, a framework through which you're able to a framework through which you're able to through which you are able to solve any complex problem uh, that comes your way. So, uh, first of all, let, let me talk about what design is. Because a lot of people don't know. When you talk about design, they look at it as, oh, fashion design. Yeah. Or you're wearing a designer. Oh, this mic has been for Or you're wearing a designer top. Or, or, or graphic design. If you talk to a an entrepreneur, a business player, oh, have you factored in design? I say, oh, graphic design, don't worry. When we are done, you know, whatever is it that we are cooking, we'll call it graphics designer So, You know, just to put a touch of color and to make it look nice. Now, design doesn't mean fancy, classy, or expensive. It is a process of meeting human needs. Now, that is what business is about because you want to be meeting needs and if you're not meeting needs, you're meeting wants. Yeah. So, it is a process of meeting human needs. It is a human-centered approach to solving complex problems. That is what design is about. Or the framework called design thinking is about. It is a human-centered approach to solving complex problems. So, once you understand the framework, come up with any problem, well... I don't know about spiritual problems or personal <laughs> problems, but come up with any economic uh, problem or any business problem when you apply the framework of design thinking or you have a culture of design, you know, you will know where to start from. And we're still going to talk about the process uh, of solving or approaching a complex problem. Also, design will make your business profitable. Yeah, you see, um, when, when an organization... Um um, centered on uh, or focused on um, this um, human centered des- um, designs, human centered solution. Mm-hmm. So, it you see, their product, their service are being internally in being um, taught like that. Taught, um, how would I put it this way? Like they are pre predetermined, okay? So, they know, okay, these are the people I'm producing this um, product for, mm-hmm. these are the people I'm producing, the, this is the kind of problem to solve. That's okay. what design thinking will help you. Mm-hmm. Before you even launch out your product, Before, you already yes, know what yes, it's going to solve. Yes, yes. I, I, I think uh, there are two ways yeah. to go about starting a business. You can see an idea, you know, which most people, they say, oh, I think this idea is going to work. So that is based on assumption. That is based on personal observation. You haven't interacted with the stakeholders of the so-called field you're going into so you just oh i think this idea is going to work in nigeria and if you look at um, you know a couple of most businesses that are doing well in nigeria you just find out that someone travels to the abroad then sees a model and i say wow we don't have this in nigeria and so this thing is making money then you just put one or two together then you come home then maybe get people to do research for you and you implement it but with a culture of design you start from the problem now you find out what is the problem you need to be sure that this is the problem you're solving now a lot of people assume what the problem is 
because that <laughs> you can think you know the problem and we're still going to talk about empathy which is the heartbeat of design i'm going to tell you how to apply empathy in fact it's even better for you to start from identifying Find the problem, problem yeah. and knowing what the problem really is then you provide a solution to the problem then you now find out that man this solution is really, really good and it's solving a problem and the number of people you want to solve the problem uh problems for uh they are quite much then you can now scale it that is when it becomes a business a business is scalable yeah. if you cannot scale if you cannot grow then you don't have a business so like abestran said when you embrace the culture of design you don't just oh this is the product i want to launch no there's a process to it for you to know that this is the problem i'm solving and when you know the problem you're solving then you now create solutions to that problem then after creating then you still have to prototype to yeah. make sure that uh, you understand we're going to talk about empathy and i'm yeah. going to give the illustration of how some stanford students you know how they solved a particular problem and if you would approach the same thing so you may have a business and say yes maybe you have you know a few customers and you seem to be doing well let me tell you if you do not have design a process incorporated yeah. into how you run, run, run your business you're leaving money on the table and you can be doing a lot better another thing that design will do for you is that it's going to set your business apart yeah it's going to give you a competitive advantage so in this world really will you do anything that you won't have someone else that is doing it you know design also will also help you reduce the risks um, associated with launching a new idea yeah like you know when when you when you when you subject your product or your idea to design thinking mm-hmm. to design process let me use that yeah. word now mm. now um it help you understand okay this is the risks involved in this thing yes, so yes. it will also help you reduce the risks mm-hmm. also help you understand um, um the unmet need of the people A- exactly what design is yeah. about you understand about the unmet needs. unmet needs of the people mm. Mm. So 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 you look at it uh, when you talk about unmet needs, and that is the problem we're talking about. Because yeah. you see, design is about solving a problem. So if I want to sell you on a product or sell you yeah. a product, then I have to know that this product is truly meeting your need. Yeah. And uh, one key question that design solves you know you can also approach it from another angle is okay what business are you really into okay. what business i remember uh reading a book years ago and um uh, mcdonald i think that's mcdonald yeah there was one like mcdonald sam mcdonald okay yeah, yeah i think it's sam something but you know mcdonald he was at a business conference he was teaching some students and he asked them that what business am i into I said, ah, what do you mean? We know you sell burgers. We know you sell. Everybody knows McDonald's. He said, no, no, no. What business am I into? He said, I'm, no one could answer that question. He said, no. He said, I'm not into food business. I'm into real estate business. Hmm. I'm into real estate business. Now, for an outsider, yes, in as much as the fries and the food may be doing fine, his business model is probably about acquiring a property. When he acquires that property, and, and, and when he acquires that property and value appreciates all that over time, I have not really studied the model, but according to him, I know that he makes a lot of money from real estate, which is the backbone of his business because he knows that fries and chicken may fail. But when you have real estate, yeah. it is sustainable. Then another company that I've seen do that in Nigeria, maybe I'm allowed to mention the name of that company. So I observed 
So you have okay, that is Eleganza. You're all familiar with Eleganza. Yeah. We're gonna have to mention the brands on this. So as so, you know, let people get what we're really talking about. So you found out that that they moved from where they were before, which is around Oregon area. Found out that they acquired, I mean, like a huge property. Probably when the value of the property was low. Yeah. and they set up a company there and they were quite big you know there and several years after they have moved to lekki you know that lekki free trade zone now they've also acquired property so what they did was that they sold part of their property here so you can imagine acquiring that land yeah. when it was maybe when it was like 100,000 100, area plot and you selling when it's 100 million a plot okay. so you may think that oh these people they're into business of plastics biros and everything yeah. yes they are making money but I looked at it I said wow I mean this is like a, the, the business they are into is real estate yeah. I'm just saying but they'll never come to tell you that this is my business but he knows his business so I'm sure that after that place too in Lekki grows and is oversaturated and the valuation of the property has gone up they will sell they will move to another place what a way to cash in so you really need to understand you know what problem you're solving now a lot of people address what they do from the generic perspective let's let's even look at a popular industry let's even look at school business or the education business if you ask a school owner that okay okay which business are you into what do you really do i mean we all know that if you look at oh okay uh, i provide education now that mm. is basic now what is the consequence of not providing education you look at it is insecurity <laughs> if you don't train a child they won't give you rest so you find that you look at the northern part of nigeria where they are less educated you find that uh, uh the terrorist group or whichever terrorist group they're able to recruit youths that are not engaged they are not enlightened they are not empowered and they're able to use them to drive their own agenda but when you have a nation that is educated i mean okay. properly educated not indoctrinated because schools can also be used <laughs> as a means of indoctrination you know the first thing that uh this guy did fidel castro the former president dictator of cuba cuba i think it's cuba what he did was after coming into power so he created schools yeah. they started indoctrinating people so they have to teach what they want them. i mean indoctrination is a very powerful tool but i'm not going there this morning i'm just saying that you should understand what business you're into you should understand which problems you're solving then you should know who you are solving those problems for abesman do you have anything to say yeah just about um just like you said um see design the process starts with um taking action and understanding the right question because um sometimes we just venture into oh i saw i saw that i saw moyo did this amazing work amazing mm-hmm. work and all of a sudden i can do this mm-hmm. and maybe because i am financially capable i get into the market at once and um, get a space <laughs> maybe maybe employ people mm-hmm. and just like you said um, in in actually in nigeria the mm-hmm. statistics show that one out of 15 mm-hmm. startup business f- survive in the first first year in the first year the first year yeah. so the so six is even yeah, worse yeah, in nigeria. yeah in nigeria one out of 15 then they then one then in out of that 15 mm-hmm. 
it's actually two that survived the five years two that survived yeah, five, yeah, years. five years yeah. and so i'm sure brilliant. that research wasn't even done in nigeria it was Maybe. done in a sane normal functional working environment mm. uh, you know so it was that i mean do we carry out research like this in nigeria so it was probably just adopted mm. but you know how it in nigeria just go adopt and everything exactly. but but that is a pretty damning statistic so yeah. if you're a business owner and you're starting first you said one out of every 15, 15 business surviving yeah, the, the first, first year. so and that's why you find someone doing so so business today in quota ah next year ah okay what are you doing say no no no, no i'm not in that business so i have i i saw uh, yeah, i saw a friend yesterday i've not seen in a while <laughs> nothing in a while so i heard he was in event business okay. <laughs> it was an event business then when i saw him i said boy how is event going i said man i'm not doing event business again no. <laughs> you know because the whole covid thing i said the band is moved on that is even going to remove all the stuff that he put on his all the branding that he I did on his office. That is going to tear it's going to tear everything off that's moving to another business you know mm-hmm. but but a major lesson here is you look at the way nigeria works yes. someone starts a successful business and they see that the model works then everybody starts copying you start copying Let, let's even start from pure order business i don't know who started the pure order business something i mean the sachet water sachet water and when people saw that how the thing was going everybody opened the pure water company pure water pure water pure water then the hotel business say oh hotel is the one selling hotel 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 uh school business oh school is the one selling school 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 ministry is the one selling <laughs> you know so so people people do things as a result of what they see other people do and i believe that most uh, people that start businesses in nigeria uh uh thoughts proper thoughts thinking planning design has not been put into place they just do it because they see someone doing it and they say it's successful then when they say oh we're going to start a school but then i want a different color a different name yes and uh, let's just add one or two things so it's still glorified copying so everybody's just copying the other and that is why we don't have innovative businesses coming out of nigeria and so oh someone is doing exception now i think it's cream business that is raining now so they're amongst it oh what do you do i make cream what oh, do you do i make cream? Cream, yeah it's cream yeah. business what do you do i make cream so this person is going then the other business that we cannot talk about which young boys should be really careful of yeah there's that other business that is raining now you know where uh, let me just say it okay don't let me say it. don't let me don't let me go there don't let me go to that table you know so you have uh so you have cream business which other business do people do online now the only thing now is training fashion oh fashion, fashion okay yeah, in the fashion, fashion yeah. in the fashion you you're into fashion. and in as much as it is okay that anybody and everybody can do what they want to do you ha- also have to understand why you're doing it then you also have to know that you need to be solving the problem so that you won't be a me too player then you also have to put it i'm telling you that if the right if another fashion business pops up tomorrow and a process is put in place which is a proper process of knowing 
the problem you're solving and who you're yeah. solving the problem trust me the fact i mean you can still have you can still build make millions of dollars from fashion but don't just do it because someone else is doing it even if you now want to do it because someone else is doing it and there is money there please be good enough to yourself to incorporate the process of design so that you find out if people need what you're making and yeah. if they don't need it you make them want it because most fashion is really about wants yeah nobody needs a gucci wristwatch or a, or gucci shoes or needs to dress in gucci all day long except osh puppy or whatever it is you don't need all those things they are wants you know they make you feel confident or they make you feel like you've accomplished so you really need to understand the industry why you are doing the business and the needs you really want to meet and in order to do this you have to incorporate a process called i'm not saying that's the only way to build a business but if you know any better way please go ahead about it let me just give an example of companies that we all know that are human centered right. you know yes they are human centered focus a major company is apple oh yeah i now, read their model Ap- apple was like the first centered uh human uh, like the first company that really focused on you know human centered developers when it comes to consumer goods uh steve jobs was paranoid it was like it, it was just paranoid i mean it would or oh, how would they say his engineers will come to him and say okay uh we haven't figured this i said no go back and figure it out and some of them even called him a dictator but because they were human-centered and what are they getting for it apple is the first company to ever reach a trillion dollars valuation a trillion dollars in fact the current valuation of apple now is 1.3 trillion dollars and it just keeps going up and up why because they are human centered because they are driven by design because they don't just say oh let's make a product no there's a process to it but some of you may be saying that but i'm not apple if you're not apple be orange okay there's a company called they say but i'm not apple but don't forget that this company also started from a garage uh, from the garage yeah that is steve wozniak and steve jobs so apple did not start uh where you think it is now it started from a garage where two engineers came together and one was a visionary and one said i'm going to make human-centered products and there you have it you have a company that's valued 1.3 trillion dollars another company you know of sort is uber i don't think uber has even gone public now as that uber had a valuation of is it not 60 billion dollars as a private company in five years in five years it took them to grow to 60 billion dollars now when they now go public you can imagine what's going to happen even though all them TikTok and all this other they are putting you know all these companies yeah. shame because you see the way their valuation is going up but if you look at all these companies they have one thing in common and it is called design design you know design is not an afterthought you bring into your business after you have formulated your model your process and your strategy say let's look for a design person to put it together design doesn't put it together in fact a company that wants to make a killing in this time and age where you know people have access to almost all the information and everything you have access to you can make a phone yes we can make a phone we'll go to china and they'll make the same phone but a company that really wants to stand out that wants to make a killing 
will bring in design right from the start so a design person works hand in hand with the visionary visionary so you're not just saying when i'm done let's get this guy to bring it together and say oh just you know color it <laughs> is it is it um, um i think that was um last year yeah early last year i i had a friend who, who consulted mm. my brand for um mm. branding Okay. So yeah, he was into fashion, just like I want to bring it down to um, grassroots. Okay. So um, he was into fashion. Mm. Wanted to open a boutique. I told him it's a nice idea. He got some mm. cash somewhere like that. Mm. I wanted to. Mm. I told him it's a nice idea. So I just did the logo branding and every other mm. stuff, product branding for him. It was like okay, how in in the long run I'll have a fashion label, um, design label, whatever it's yeah, it's being called. I told him that's fine. I did the branding for him and everything. But I remember that time I really did not know so so much about yes. the design um, thinking process. But I told him that you can subject this into a process. Let me see your model. Mm-hmm. I can help you out. He was like, no, don't worry. I don't, no need to write model. No be money. Mm-hmm. I'm quoting him. Mm-hmm. No be money. Mm-hmm. I told him, okay, that's fine. Then he went ahead and employed two people. Mm-hmm. Wonderful place, wonderful mm-hmm. office, good setting. Yeah, the serenity was mm-hmm. dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But nice like, package, like, yeah. like now, now mm-hmm. eh, he couldn't pay the rent again. Mm-hmm. Where are those two people? Mm-hmm. They are no longer. To be. Now, so, so the idea is that um, it's really if you if if you open this office, let me use the word now shop. Let mm-hmm. me open the use the word shop mm-hmm. now, and you're being focused on um, human. What what the problem I'm solving, especially when it comes to fashion, that is no longer it's not even a need, mm. it's a want. Yeah. Just like you said, mm. and and how how do you make people? How do you make people feel that they can't stay without it? How can you mm-hmm. solve that problem? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that's the idea, but sometimes we we just um, do um, 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 come up with a, so a, a product and we don't even care about the problem we're solving first uh-huh. before the solution. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that is really key. But if you happen to have fallen into that category, yeah, don't worry, not all hope is lost. You can still subject your business to a process where you're able to determine if you're solving the right problem or if you are solving the wrong problem so no matter what business problems you may be facing today there's a solution to it it's called innovation innovation and you find that most successful companies even get to pivot after so they start out with a set of uh, with a set of products and when they discovered how it was going in the market they switch I've forgotten that statistic that most successful companies, I mean, some of these, even Fortune 500 companies, they never started with the product they started with. So, having tested the market. I think AB and B also, also did not start with their product. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so, most of these people, so they see, so your ability to get feedback from the market, and that's really key. And we're so glad for the technologic, uh, technological advancements that we have now that you may not even have to be physically present on the field or whatever it is. But, uh, you know, with proper data gathering, and that's why data is huge business. You know, data is huge business. I mean, data is the new money. Data is the new oil. You should yeah. do something like that. Data is the new gold. So you want to gather your data and you want to understand the people that you're serving. You want to really know if to create a new line of products. Ah, well, the old line of products just visible. Or if you want to know how to properly serve them. Do not forget, like I stated at the beginning of this program, that the purpose of a business is to create a customer. So if you don't have a system that is creating a customer for you, then you're not in business. And the two functions of a business, they are what? 
marketing and innovation. and innovation and innovation is the ability to create value and the process of creating value and solving problems which we are pitching to you you may have your own process or you may have read something for Harvard but you may have what you're used to if it's working for you but here we're talking about design and design thinking as a process that can help you build a proper business that can help you create an insanely profitable structure you know that can help you have a sustainable business that will cost you to set yourself apart from you know a me too player in the market so you're not hustling you're not even competing with people you're just creating value and value let, let, let me say this and i'll go for a short break i remember when facebook did its ipo yeah i think it was under 30 dollars or something it was under 30 dollars they even said that the thing was 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 too high was too high so i think it debited at 40 dollars yeah in the stock market so they said it was too high so in one month uh the price came from 40 dollars to 20 something dollars or 30 dollars if i'm correct well you know what happened then i subscribed to this newsletter i think they were always talking about what innovation facebook was working on and every week facebook was always working on some new products the innovation there it was it was crazy every week facebook is working on this facebook is working on this then i looked at it i said this company is i mean everybody likes facebook but then the fact that you're a good company before going to stock market doesn't mean you're going to be an outlier or doesn't mean you're going to be really successful and week after week, innovation after innovation. So I'm not surprised where someone like Mark is worth what sixty something billion dollars because I saw the thoughts, the process that it put in. And if there's any company that can teach you design, they are tech companies. Yeah, tech companies they don't joke with their design because they understand the user experience. They understand that if you're going to interface with them, then we have to factor in the whole user experience. So they put the user into place. I mean, we've not even talked about the process, but this is what we're going to do. So Facebook kept developing, kept improving, they kept creating, they kept adding value, they worked with third parties, they were creating games and everything. So over time, the stock started rising. Rising and now it keeps going higher, and there were accusations or acquisitions in between, not accusation, acquisitions. So they acquired WhatsApp, yeah, which was even a terrible mistake because I think the owner of WhatsApp wanted to develop it for Facebook and they said no, so they now acquired it at 19 billion dollars. But when you see a company that's rapidly prototyping and they're just doing different projects, it's easy for them to just overlook you know and uh and i the other is going to be an outlier but this is what we're going to do we're going to go for a music break and when we come back we just talk about the process of empathy because i said we're going to make it practical empathy as a process how you can begin to empathize with your customer base and when you apply empathy you are going to be surprised at the results you're going to get because empathy allows you to put yourself in the shoes of the customer to walk with the customer to see from the eyes of the customer to be able to determine what exactly the problem is and when you know what the problem is then you go back to prototyping or you go back you know to framing the problem yeah and from one prototype to the other which is i think it's called iteration you know you just keep developing and that's why in tech companies you have web 
2.0 web 2.0 and that's why when you look at all your tech apps you see there's an upgrade there's an upgrade because there's always an upgrade you know some people they want to start from very good even god iterated you look at him when he created the heavens and the earth he said good 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 he created man oh yeah he said good (laughs) then after he created woman he said very good it's only grave diggers that start from the top so if god who is the first practitioner of human-centered design because look at it you know he, he created the heavens and, and everything and everything was tailor-made for man yeah because he had man in mind and he said i'm going to put man on this head so he made it habitable so that we're able to breathe oxygen yeah you know even planted a garden a very nice garden Adam, why did you do it i've just left eve to eat the food and we'll be lounging in, the garden. in a very nice garden you know that was had everything that you can ever think of human-centered human-centered he even designed man to be human-centered yes he said okay now said let us make <laughs> man i mean we can talk about the purpose of the creator yeah. i mean that would be our thought topic or something yeah. so human-centered design god being the first practitioner he started from good but he never stopped till he got to very good and he said now this is very good and he rested <laughs> so why are you resting okay we'll go for a short break this is business by design my name is moyo you can talk to me about anything marketing innovation product design and we have our best man in say who is a brand strategist and the chief operations officer the ceo is <laughs> a brand behind crested five, five media, me- media. Yeah. thank you i won't forget again go for this break and we talk about empathy and hopefully we're able to talk about defining the problem as well want to know and be more find us at the bxd show on both instagram and twitter or send us an email at bxd show at gmail.com or call us on plus two three four seven zero five zero eight eight six five two four or plus two three four eight zero two seven zero six two four one four plus two three four nine zero five nine eight one three eight six four the bxd show everything marketing innovation and business now the business by design podcast continues this is your business by design uh with myself moyo and abistman Inse. So, Abbasman, before we went on that break, uh, we we talked about incorporating the process of design into your business. Yeah. Please, please bear in mind that uh, you know this program is not about telling you about the beauty of design. That is, so whatever name you choose to call it, it is about getting results in your business. And uh, I think there are five processes. You want? Yeah. Okay, talk. there are five processes. So I should mention the process. Yes, right you just mentioned all the processes. So we'll focus on empathy today. Then okay, so um, we have just like Moyo said, we have empathy and we have um, define where you do. another stage is where you define your problem. We call it define. Then we have um, ideas. We um, we have prototyping and we have um, testing. So you say empathy de- define ideas, prototype and test. So emphasis help you to define the problem. That is the process where you frame the problem. You know what you're solving. You identify a driving question that inspires others to search for creative solution. That's where empathy comes in. Then the next stage is that you gather inspiration. You gather inspiration on what you want to do. You gather inspiration of um, um you define it. You narrow down to okay, this is it. This is this. So then after you've done that, you ideate. 
where you okay can can we just no, can we just uh, focus on empathy I, I, today? I just wanted you to uh we're going to be talking about emphasis uh empathy, empathy today. and define but okay. we can't get into define so we're going to focus on empathy today which is the heart of design but i just wanted you to state all the processes it's not safe then one thing you should note about this design process it doesn't necessarily mean uh empathy has to go first which does in most cases because it's the heart because you really need to know you know the needs or the problem that you want to be solving so let's talk about empathy today so next week maybe talk about define and ideate then maybe in two weeks time but if you're able to cover this within two three weeks so we're going to talk about define ideate and ideate next week then we'll talk about prototyping and testing okay you know so but let's talk let's let's start with empathy Okay, so um, the first stage of um, design thinking process is to gain an empathic understanding of the problem you are trying to solve. This involves sometimes involve consulting experts to find out more about the area of concern through observing, engaging, and empathizing with people to understand their experiences and motivation, as well as um, um, knowing the physical environment so you can gain deeper personal understanding because it's all about personal understanding how you can solve this problem so you have to you have to narrow it down to the people the end users who are these people who are this um, product mm-hmm. meant for so you have to like human center just like what we've been preaching from mm-hmm. from in beginning of this session depending depending on the time constraint a substantial amount of information is gathered you have to gather information data okay mm. these are people what do they want where are they living what of the environment if if it's a product that is being based on demography what are they what's mm. the environment um, are they male are they for female are they for male are they for youth mm. are they for um, 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 teenagers are they for old people mm. how do they re- how will they relate with this product okay uh that is very good but but let me give you a quick scenario i think we're out of time we'll probably still touch on this next week uh but there is a case in point okay so a group of stanford students they wanted to solve the problem of you know of infant mortality okay so let's picture what the problem is now so imagine uh just reading something imagine you live in a remote village in nepal it's winter and freezing slate pounds the nearby roads making them really nearly impossible you've just had your first baby a little girl she's premature and severely underweight the room that you're in while warm to you feels like an ice bath to the baby without help soon she will almost certainly die from hypothermia what do you do so they had this problem that they wanted to prefer solution to and that is what we say about design thing it's about yeah identifying a problem and preferring solutions creative solutions because design thinking gives you insight to the problem you want to solve so they figured out that worldwide about 15 million premature babies are born every year and the most common preventable cause of infant mortality is hypothermia oh yeah so as designers they wanted to solve the problem and they say okay this is what we're going to do then they set out to solve the problem then the team yes they ended up with a novel innovative solution but they would never have arrived 
at that solution if they had just stayed within their conversation so oh, we are stand for let's just hear what is going on or read something let me tell you how they come up, came up with their solution so what they did that they needed empathy they needed to walk in the shoes of the mothers who've experienced or they needed to understand the system so we say we well, are solving the problem so they had to talk to all the stakeholders so mm-hmm. they spoke to nurses they spoke to doctors they spoke to nursing mothers they spoke to different people gathering data yes they had a conversation with them and when you gather data it's not all the data that you gather that will be useful yeah. so whatever business you're into so you may want talking to your supplier have a conversation you want to be talking to who is buying from you you want to talk to customer you want to talk to everybody that is involved in your process then after talking to them that's when you pick what you're able to use so after speaking to all these people then what they also did was that uh, they spoke to hospitals to staff to doctors and most importantly parents of the child in danger initially design team thought designing existing hospital incubators and i said okay since hypothermia is a problem and with an incubator you know you solve the problem and i said okay incubators are expensive maybe it's not affordable then i said okay let's build a cheaper one see what happens though they say let's build a cheaper incubator then they now find out that <laughs> they say initially the team design team thought resigning redesigning existing hospital incubators to be simpler and m- more effective would be the easiest solution but when the team member toured a hospital in nepal they noticed something strange the incubators were sitting empty now for okay. someone who has not gone into the field to find an answer oh let's build a cheaper incubator mm. and that would be the answer i think you have to brand off now mm. you know that would be the answer but as they went on about their design process yeah. it's discovered that it's not about building a cheaper incubator we're going to be t- we're going to talk more about that next week and they now spoke to other people they even find out so after they built their first prototype yeah you know where they had temperature and everything they spoke to other people and they found out that hey well in that place in india you know that's the way they do their medicines that when they tell you to take one dose yeah. they say one dose is so powerful so they take half half a dose so after doing all their research they found out that the first solution they came up with was really not the solution yes so they interacted they interfaced they spoke with these people the more then after a while they came up with the final solution which we're going to be discussing next week ay is already in the building uh, i should be rounding off and now which i am doing but quick summary of what we spoke about uh we talked about the purpose of a business being innovation and marketing and every other thing being cost so if you don't have a system that is innovating if you don't have a system or a proper marketing structure then you're not in a business i said sales is different from marketing sales is the one-on-one and develop marketing is a system is a structure that you have to put into place and we talked about the process of innovation which is design you know the ability to solve problems to understand what human needs you're really solving that once you have this framework called design thinking you're able to appropriate or to use it to solve you know any complex problem that you come that you come up against this is where we're rounding off uh uh Abiston Maninse, thank you for joining me. Abiston Maninse is the brand strategist of Crested 5 Media. How do people link up with you on social media? Okay, just type Crested 5, Crested 5 on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, then website crested5.com.ng. Oh, okay. You find Abiston Maninse. This is where we'll bring the show to a wrap. Next week, we'll be joining you by God's grace. God bless you.
want to know and be more find us at the bxd show on both instagram and twitter or send us an email at bxdshow at gmail.com or call us on plus 234-705-0886524 or plus 234-802-706-2414 plus 234-905-9813-864 The BXD Show. Everything marketing, innovation and business.